Hey, let's go answer the bell, huh? If we just know what we're doing, work at it, and concentrate and do it. Let's go, fellas! Here we are. Welcome into another episode of the Patriots Podcast. I'm Sean here with Ryan and JJ. Hello. What's up? All right, we're here to to uh, recap the preseason, and the Patriots have trimmed all the way down to, <clears throat> excuse me, 53-man roster, 16, no, 14, 16 guys on the practice squad. Unbelievable the number 16, of people that, yep. that they can keep in the building at a time. Uh, we're going to skip right over that third preseason game because we didn't learn anything, and it was kind of dreadful to watch. But the, I mean, we got it. Normally on the show, we zag when everybody's like quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. We're, we normally like to, we probably spent more time talking about the offensive line than any, any other position group. But <laughs> af, after this roster cut down, I mean, we got to start with the quarterback. Patriots trim all the quarterbacks on their roster except for Mac Jones. Bailey Zappi, yeah. uh, promising rookie year, uh, sort of last year, gets cut this this season. Lands on practice squad. Malik Cunningham also lands on the practice squad as a developmental practice player. Um, Trace McSorley had been cut previously. He was awful. Uh, so, I mean, that was the biggest surprise, right? JJ, that was the biggest surprise. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, I mean, there were a lot of surprises on cut down day, I got to say. But, you know, that one in particular is just, you know, that's not a move you really see. You know, all the other stuff is like who makes the team, who doesn't make the team type like that. But going into the season with one quarterback um, is a surprise. It's like, you know, that's the type of move you'd think they would do earlier. Zappy obviously did not have a good training camp overall. We talked, you know, um, you mentioned we're going to skip over. The third preseason game, Zappy really didn't good look good there. And when you, we heard, oh, Zapp, you know, it's like you heard the news of him and Malik Cunningham both being cut immediately. And then you heard the reports right after that, like, oh, we want to bring them to the practice squad. And that's great, but that means that you didn't care enough about either of them that any team in the league could pick them up. Bill said that himself, like, you know, you you cut guys expecting them to get picked up by other teams. And if they don't, that's great, you know, but you're, you're submitting them to that exposure. So it's really interesting. Um, today we did sign a quarterback. I saw um, third rounder from quarter uh, Carolina. What was his name again? Uh, <clears throat> Matt, Matt Corral. Corral. Matt Corral. I'm sure you guys know a lot more about him than me. I guess he got hurt last year. He was a third round pick who essentially got picked before uh, we picked Zappy which was very interesting. And then he gets cut and we immediately pick him up. And so, you know, we got a pick from them for free. I mean, that's like Bill Belichick loves that shit, but, um, or he seemingly loves that shit. It's very weird. It's a very weird way to start the year. It seems like clearly, you know, the, the positions that we thought they needed more depth, they, they knew that too. And then, they went to the nth degree of keeping guys, you know, receiver, offensive line, especially tackle, cornerback, things that we were kind of all been talking about, like, ah, what are they going to do here or there? Like, we don't have a ton of depth, this, that, the other thing. Um, some, some question marks there. And they, I think they did it to keep more guys. Um, the new quarterback I has to make the team now for three weeks. He's got to be on the 53-man roster, I believe. Because and he was just, claimed, yeah. Because he was claimed, right? And then just an extension of that. Two running backs, two tight ends. We know that was all addressed on the practice squad. But very light for, you know, for those three positions to have five guys on your initial roster is, I've never seen that before. I don't know about you, Ry. Yeah, no, it's, it's interesting. It's a weird 53-man roster cut. One quarterback, two running backs. Granted, they're good running backs. Um, two tight ends, fairly good tight ends. Um but still, you need backups for these positions to, to go into week one without a quarterback on the active roster, which I think is going to change. Um, and then have carry six offensive tackles and seven corners. And, you know, I'm getting the feeling seven receivers, too. I get the feeling that they, they made some moves for uh, Verdarian Love, Verdarian Lowe and uh, Tyrone Wheatley Jr. Made some trades to get these guys in the building. Both tackles, uh, both, both at a position tackles. of need. Yeah, right. So, I mean, right now there's six. I think they just want to get a look at these guys before they cut them. 
you know, and, and maybe they don't cut them. I don't know. But I think they want to get a, a, at least a look of one or the other and then make room after they actually see them and have them in the building. Um, yeah, that makes that sense. Was, that was kind of my thought on that. But I'm, I, I'm positive that they won't, with the state of this offensive line, that they won't go into the Eagles game with that defensive line against our offensive line and only have one quarterback. Because, I mean, if if a guy was going to get injured, knock on wood, no one gets injured, Mac Jones. But <laughs> who do you That's have situation. if Mac Jones goes down? Like, right. you're going to wildcat Ramondre, and then who's his backup? Elliot, and you have nothing after, like... Yeah, you know, it's getting it's pretty a, uh, dire there. Yeah, yeah, it's a sketchy <clears throat> situation to not have a backup quarterback. I mean, look at the what happened to the 49ers in the playoffs last year when Brock Purdy got hurt. And then the backup there, who's was it Tyrod? Someone, Mil- someone, Nick Mullins, Josh Johnson, up there, Josh, Josh Johnson. Johnson. And then he got man. hurt, and it was yeah, right. I mean, and they put was, Purdy back in and put didn't Purdy throw back a pass. in, but he couldn't throw a single pass. So, yeah. like, if you want to guarantee a loss, don't have a backup quarterback. And if yeah. he gets hurt, you're fucked. That was a great segue because I think one of the things that wasn't highlighted enough, and I brought it up briefly. Uh, in our last episode is after COVID and after that 49ers game, they changed the rules a bit on Mm -hmm. who can be active and practice squad elevations and all that. So you keep, they expanded the practice squad to 16 guys used to be 10. And then you're allowed to elevate guys from the practice squad to the active roster for a game three times. Each person can be elevated three times without having to clear waivers to go back to the practice squad. So it's basically mm. three free elevations of guys on the practice squad. And I brought this up previously with the tight ends because our tight ends, our backup tight ends were so bad. Sokol, na- name your guy, were so bad that we didn't have to worry about somebody picking them up. No one was going to pick them up. They stink. So right. we could we could move them to the practice squad. Same thing ended up happening with the running backs where nobody wanted to claim Kevin Harris. Nobody claimed Ty Montgomery. So both of them went to the practice squad. Now we can elevate any of those four guys uh, in any combination so that we have backups for for, uh, those positions in the game. And then on top of that, you can have a third QB, and this went in after that 49ers game, a third QB who is not, he doesn't count on the active roster. The emergency QB. He's only allowed to go in the game if the first two QBs were either thrown out of the game or injured out of the game. On game day? On they game can, day. On game day. And he doesn't count towards the initial 53. Doesn't right? count. No, he doesn't but count on your isn't there a stipulation he can only come in in the second half or the fourth quarter or some bullshit or something? Uh, there might be. I don't know. So but what it means mean... is Bailey Zappi could be in uniform as a third QB. Now that Matt Corral is on the active yeah, roster. As a practice I think squad I... player. As a practice yeah. squad player, he doesn't have to be elevated for it. But I oh, think a... they can't play until like. They can't play in the first half. I know that. I don't know if I don't remember. I think it's the fourth quarter. Like they yeah. can't play until the fourth quarter. Really? Okay. So Maybe there like... is some some details around that. But basically, it means Zappy could be available as a third QB while not yes. being counting against the active roster. So they're they're actually in a decent position depth wise for the first couple weeks of the season. And then we have already seen Tyquan Thornton go to IR. Other people are going to get injured. And now you can have like, I think it might be unlimited guys that go to the IR and can come come back after four weeks. So you have so much more flexibility than they used to have. There's there's different IRs though, right? There's there's... short-term, there's long-term. Long-term, if it's full-season IR, you don't have to do what they just did with Thornton, which is basically they have to make the initial roster and then you designate them. So... That's, you know, if you want to do it for a whole season, if someone gets hurt and that's it, you just send them to the IR, that doesn't matter. And then there's short term, which is what we just did with Thornton. They have to make the 53. And then, you know, you can send them there to what is it between four? It's, I think it's four, four plus weeks, weeks minimum. Right. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, it used right, to be four weeks, six. Yeah. They even less than that. Yeah. yeah. Plus, we have Cody Davis and Trey Flowers are both on the pup list. So they're out the first four weeks, but they can come back after that. So, right. again, you have an injury. Uh, something happens to one of the D linemen, you can activate Trey Flowers at that point, assuming he's healthy. Right. And what to what you said, Ryan, they brought in huge depth at a bunch of these positions uh, so that they can basically do an extended tryout, especially for those two tackles, Lowe and, and Wheatley, that came in. And we didn't touch on them very much. Uh, 
but they could do like a full week and a half tryout for those guys and decide, are they going to make the team or not? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty stoked for Tyrone Wheatley. As soon as I you saw are. his name, cause I knew his dad from playing right. running yeah. back. Yeah. Michigan, and I was right? like, Oh, I think Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. yeah. I remember him, uh, thunder and lightning with the Raiders, Napoleon Kaufman, Tyrone Wheatley. It was great. <laughs> so- Apparently he. What um, year is that? Nineteen eighty-three or something. No, it's the end of the nineties. End of the nineties. Oh wow. Okay. But the kid there, um, junior, went to Michigan and then transferred to like some no-name school. He was a tight end. He was a until, tight end, yeah. Until very recently, so that's he kind was of a an tight, interesting. He was a tight end all through college, and yeah. then didn't get drafted, and then decided, hey, I'm just going to add forty pounds to my frame, and now he's like a fleet-footed tackle. Who I texted this to you guys. His line coach in Cleveland was Bill Callahan. And some people might not know that name, but he's a legendary offensive line coach. He's the guy that he took over for John Gruden as the head coach of the Raiders, took them to the Super Bowl in 02 that they lost. Yeah, yeah. He was the head coach in Nebraska for a while, but his his bread and butter is offensive line. He's like, remember Rod Marinelli? Yeah. He's a fantastic defensive line coach. Bill Callahan's the same thing on offensive line. Bill Callahan had nothing but praise to say for Tyrone Wheatley. He's like, kid's got great oh, feet. He's got amazing length. He's 6'6", long arms. I mean, he's a, a block of clay. And God, I really hope Dante Skarnecki is still on speed dial. Call him up. Just have him work one-on-one with this kid for a week. See if he's got anything. And if not, then let's move on. But yeah, uh, it was like a, a no-cost no cost trade. Six he would be on the radar. Six-rounder. To even yeah. be on the radar of people as as a converted tight end after what a year or two, right? How how old is the kid? He's like twenty five or twenty six now because he, he so spent a couple years a full couple. year out of football. Okay, I mean to even be on rostered on a team is is a good sign as far as development, like a position change like that. It's a big change, man. I know tight ends they they block quite a bit, but to move to offensive tackle exclusively like that's one of the toughest positions to play in the NFL. So yeah. and absolutely, and Calvin Anderson got activated from non-football injury. He's been yeah. practicing. I mean, it's 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 a big smorgasbord mess there. I mean, it's you know, what do you think about Logue, Sean? Too, you you said you didn't know him from Minnesota. Sean's a closet Minnesota. I'm not. Now that he I'm not. There. I'm just yes, surrounded by them. <laughs> <laughs> None of us knew who he was, right? Right, you didn't know him either, do you? Who's that? Low, Vidarian Low, Vidarian Low, no. I, wait, where did he go to school? Illinois. I just pulled it up. I didn't. Know. Yeah, I've never heard anything about him. Who knows? I so, I mean, they, I mean, the thing the thing I read of these two guys is they both had strong uh, preseasons. They both played a couple games and did well. Didn't give up a lot of pressures. Held their you know held their own. I don't know if it was against starters, most likely or against second and third stringers. Both of them were cut candidates. Um, I. You know, what I'm hoping is that they were both guys that were just in really good or pretty good tackle rooms and they just didn't make the cut because Mm -hmm. you're seeing that there's that's kind of happening. I know there's a couple teams like even like the Steelers I've been, you know, following, you know, they have three tackles. That guy, the kid they just drafted, um, Roderick Jones, Jones. uh, Yeah, isn't even going to start because they have such a good tackle room. And it's like the 13th overall pick. He'll Um, eventually be starting, I think. He eventually, so um, Tyrone Wheatley was from the Browns, you said, Sean? That's where yeah. we got him from? Yeah. And they have they have Dewan Jones, who was drafted, I think fell to the fourth, who we all wanted, and is the starting right tackle there. Yeah, the Ohio State and is, Mammoth. As I've read about it, is the most dominant rookie tackle right now in training camp, so it's a bummer we didn't just fucking get him instead of uh, Jake Andrews center, and then we'd be all set, we wouldn't be talking about this. But, you know, it's like Trent Brown's there. You can only rely on him so much. Riley Reeve's been really tough to watch. City Sow is, he seems, you know, he's got potential, but he's young. He's a project. He's, he's a project. He's playing out of position. The perfect position for him would have been someone else starting and him being playing swing tackle type of thing, coming in sparingly to get some time. Now it's between Tyrone Wheatley, Vidarian Lowe, and Calvin Anderson. I don't know. Calvin Anderson's had some apparently very bad illness that came up out of nowhere. And I can only imagine that he must have lost weight due to that. I mean, you hear about that stuff all the time and it's just, you know, what are we going to do? I don't know. I mean, it's like right tackle is such clearly we're not putting a Wenu there because we wouldn't have brought all these guys in if 
we the plan was for Weno, right? To, mm-hmm. to go from right guard to right tackle. I don't know who we're going to start. I don't think they know who we're going to start. And that's a very scary proposition to be looking. I mean, we'll, we won't look ahead too much to the Philadelphia Eagles, but their defensive line is insane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's literally <laughs> in fucking sane. I was looking at it the other night. In, yeah. It's everyone's a first round pick. Everyone's from big, big SEC, big fucking school. They're all here, Georgia. there. Fucking all of them are dominant. They're saying, was it Jalen Carter? Their D tackle. Yeah. People are already saying he looks like the next Aaron Donald, and he's just tearing up. He, he looks better than everyone already on the defensive line, and they have all beasts. So they did lose. Hardly, I don't know, but they're yeah, still what? good. I mean, they're so good, dude. They got the everybody. Kid, they got the kid from two years ago from Georgia, Jordan Davis, who's an absolute mammoth. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, they're so stacked that Derek Barnett, who's a first round pick out of Tennessee, is asking a for a, he's asking for a trade because he's like, I can't get on the field with all yeah. these guys. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. I so they got to figure it out. I you know, we'll talk about it more next week, but I think they're going to really protect that position. Clearly they know it's a weakness. There's going to be a lot of tight end there, a lot of extra tackle on the line or extra swing tackle. Put two of these guys out there. They're going to really favor that side. And Yeah. They're going to have to see the other thing because it, that's tough to overcome. The other thing I think we might be overlooking too is Gasicki's hurt. Hunter Henry's our only healthy tight end, so really we're carrying one tight end in, into Week One. Yeah, I think Gasicki's going to play though. No, I, I think he's been practicing. They expect him to play. Yeah, so I hope so. But I mean, what if, what if he doesn't? I, them and he's not cuts, really a blocker, too, right? We cut uh, Ferkser and, and Sokol, you know, and you know, yeah, I, brought in. I don't know. Sokol's on the practice squad. Brought in Pharaoh Brown for the practice squad who had familiarity with Billy O'Brien back in more of a, the Texans days. I think we more really of a blocking need, tight end too, right? Yeah. He's not huge though. Do we really need a mere speed, Sean Wade and miles Bryant? Can we, make isn't that funny? There? Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. So we had, I think seven cornerbacks, seven Six. corners, seven, seven corners. Yeah. It's like all the Joneses, Gonzalez, miles, Bryant, Sean Wade, Amir speed, seven. And that's considering Jalen Mills a safety. Who's right? You know, who can play corner corner too? Right. Like, I mean, that's a great point. You know, we've kind of not really talked about that. We knew we need a safety, so it just seems like nobody really thinks of him as corner depth. And it's like, well, in a pinch, we're going to put him there. It's thirteen yeah. DBs. Thirteen DBs. Yeah. It's absurd. I, some of them are are like mostly special. Te- like Amir Speed's only going to play special teams. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon Bolden's uh, or not Brandon Bolden, um, Isaiah Bolden Isaiah. is uh, IR IR. So he's done yeah. for the year. Oh, he's he's because they did it before roster cut down. So yeah, long term IR. He's done. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's too bad. Too bad for the kid. He had a promising start to uh to preseason. I thought he there. was better than speed. I thought so too. <clears throat> uh, he but definitely yeah, was a lot of guys there. Maybe some people. Will end up getting cut. Maybe it'll just be maybe maybe Jack know. Jones goes to jail. This is an option. Yeah, that's a possibility in right. mid September. There, uh, mm-hmm. other other roster things. Both our boys, Demario Douglas, Kayshawn Booty, both made the team, mm-hmm. carrying yeah. all those wide receivers, keeping that depth. Now that we know that Tyquan Thornton's injury is going to keep him out for at least a month, uh, I think that definitely helped Booty's case. Uh, for making the Pumped team, but I think he earned it. He yeah. earned it. He earned it, dude. Yeah, he played well. He had the most receptions probably in preseason, and there were good catches. Yeah. Yeah. And we haven't even really. Zappy. Yeah. We haven't even really seen Demario Douglas yet. No. I know. We just. He had two snaps, two plays to him. I can't say two snaps. And he looked good. He looked good. He got open. It's, it's a like, good oh, case wow, of he's... practice matters, right? Like, the way he played yeah. in practice was, you know, everybody who was there was saying he's a well, fucking stud. And it's almost like they don't they don't want to show him <laughs> off or something. Like, they don't want anyone to see his game yet or something. That's no, fine. If you want to save him through preseason, he's that good, that's fine with me. Fine with um, me. So, my thing, I thought a big one, trading Nick Folk yeah. and keeping Chad Ryland, kicker that can mm-hmm. kick over 50 yards. Um, Behringer made the team over Waitman. Nice little uh, 
rookie special teams unit. Yeah. Which is I, scary. I wanted power in the kicking game and we got it now. Now, yeah. we're, how much accuracy are we sacrificing because of that? I don't know. Rylan looked good. I thought Behringer looked really good. Um, at, I know, at, dude. At times. What? I'm a little nervous. You go in there with two rookies. It's like, you know, what if, if well, we're week not on the field six, the, the same kids time. missed. I know, but the kid, field like week, week six, the kids missed friggin' two extra points in a row. Like, where does he go from there? Does he just completely fall apart? Because we've seen how that completely screws so many kickers. I mean, I still don't get, get that. I don't know why people miss extra points so much these days. Yeah, dude, it's in <laughs> you know? their head. And I feel like we could have got more for Falk. What would we give him a seventh round pick in 2025? It's like, what the yeah. fuck was he even what going to 36? Can't kick over 50 yards? He's, he's 38. Can't kick over 45, really. I mean, you're, you're lost. No, really but he's from yeah. 45 in, he's like 99%. Yeah, he's money in the bank until December. He had a tough December last year. Yeah, he did. I mean, I could but use some points from December over 50 last year. because that's where we ended a, a lot of our drives last year. Yeah. You know, if we can go 50, 52 yards and get and yeah. get points. That's big. Yeah. You know, no, I, I'd be pretty happy with missing. that. Yeah, I'd love to see the stat on how many times we finished a drive at the 35 yard line of the opponent and then punted into the end zone. It's like yeah, no, that's, 15 yards net. Awesome. Infuri- yeah, infuriating. It's just like, because if you're at the 35, it's it's 17 yards extra, right? To 52? Yeah. Yeah, 52-yarder. Yeah. yeah. So they, they round up to 18 now, usually. I don't Do know. At, at some point, people got better at blocking kicks. Uh, so we previously had Carl Davis cut. Lawrence Guy made the team. Defensive line feels like it stood pat. Sam Roberts made a late push. I would say in the yeah. preseason and got made the team. He was like he the only person in the last game that like I enjoyed watching. Him and Perkins, dude. Perkins had a great game. Perk- yeah, where where's that been? Where the, the hell was years? that? I yeah. know he made it to the uh, the practice squad. I was happy to see that. It's like where you haven't done anything for three years, and all of a sudden you're everywhere on the field. He even threw yeah. up on the field, which was pretty hilarious. Him and, and uh, Mapu was pretty good. Mapu was in pretty that good. last game. That last game we we don't even really need to. Talk- need to uh, talk about right like no horrendous like just playing your entire cut candidates (laughs) you know it was like 37 guys that you're gonna cut that's what it felt like to me yeah that's exactly what it looked like uh so how we feeling about this roster we we've mentioned patriots have the toughest schedule in the nfl Everybody in the division feels like they've they've made a step forward, except for the Bills. I feel like the Bills might even be a shade worse this year than last it, year, at least preseason. There's a there's a feeling of that out there. Yeah. I don't know why, but it's out there. Well, they haven't done anything. If, like Von Miller's still on the pup. Uh, he yeah. was the big acquisition last year. Tremaine Edmonds left, so they're really reliant on only Matt Milano at that linebacker position. He's he's fantastic, but he he mm-hmm. does get banged up. Because he's a smaller guy, um, their their cornerback opposite Tre'Davious White is still up in the air. They picked uh, Andrew Booth last year in either the first or second round. Who's Tre'Davious the corner White I really picked. liked? Andrew Booth is uh, Vikings. They Who's picked the... Ky- Kyer Elam from Florida. Oh, Kyer Elam! I liked him yeah. even more. Yeah, uh, but twenty. It sounds like he didn't do. He didn't have the best rookie season. He's still battling for that starting job. Yeah, I don't know. He was he was twenty when they picked him. You know, he's a baby. Um, They got some good coaches over there. I feel like they'll coach him up. So as you're seeing this final roster, and again, there's going to be some tweaks on that back end with the practice squad elevations. How are we feeling? Is this a 500 team again? I know next week Uh, we'll do predictions and all that stuff, but. I'll say this. I mean, I I think if things go right, you know, with Billy O'Brien in there, in this roster, I think we, we, we should be over 500. I think we, you know, how hard the roster, the schedule is now that always changes week four, three teams you expected to be absolutely dominant or, you know, complete shitheads. That could be us that, you know, whatever. I will say this about our roster. We didn't cut any between our, our 53 man and even the practice squad. We didn't get rid of anyone that I was like really, really excited about and worried that wouldn't make the team. I mean, there's a bunch of, you know, Kayshawn Booty's one. I want really wanted him to make the team. 
Um, you know, we, we figured the rookie tackle linemen were going to make it. I want, you know, Sam Roberts and Daniel clearly, uh, I was hoping they made the team. Afrony Jennings, I was hoping he made the team. The cornerbacks, I hope, you know, I want, kind of wanted Sean Wade to make the team because he's starting to so, show a little bit here and there. So there weren't any surprise cuts in that way where we lost guys that I thought will be, you know, not immediate starters or contributors, but could be good depth in the future and and be some, you know, make themselves, make a name for themselves in the future. So that's good. Our talent, our high, it's the same thing. It's our high end talent isn't where everybody else's is. Yeah. We don't really have high end talent. You know what I mean? Yeah. We have a ton of middling players. My, the only one that I wanted to see make the team because I was worried he wouldn't clear waivers was Malik Cunningham. So to get him back on the roster, on the practice squad, uh, I mean, he's a big development piece, but you know, you can clearly see the physical talent there. I was worried he wouldn't uh, clear, clear waivers and he did. Um, Zappy was kind of surprising, but not really when you watched him play. I mean, he was fucking awful. I, I don't know. I thought accurate accuracy was his thing. He was throwing the ball like, and, and he was under a ton of pressure. So, you know, give him that. But there wasn't anyone really, I thought, that got cut. Maybe Bledsoe. Um, he got traded. I was, oh, Josh no, Bledsoe. Know, Josh Bledsoe. <laughs> I went right back to Drew Bledsoe. Oh, my God. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Wow, Bledsoe, you're going he, way back. Yeah, yeah, right. But then again, Rye, he made the practice squad. So, right, know, exactly. But he, like, he hasn't moved too far. I would I'm surprised say, he didn't get claimed. I'm surprised he didn't get claimed. I'm surprised Cunningham didn't get claimed. Zappy to a degree, but like he just looked awful. Um, yeah. Jason Hines is one that I thought wasn't horrible. Um, Stuber. I mean, I'm I'm nitpicking here. I, I mean, like guys don't really get claimed a lot unless they're like like Indianapolis cut Darius Rush from South Carolina, who was CB two behind uh, Cam Smith at South Carolina. They just breed corners at South Carolina. I thought that was the best pickup of all the waiver claims. Uh, I can't remember who picked them up, but Darius Rush, what I think, a, was. What about what? our latest pickup? Do you hear about our latest pickup? Jalen Rager. Uh, Jalen Rager. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't off of waivers, though, right? Uh, no, no. He's on the practice he squad. Was just, yeah, practice squad, yeah. Interest, interesting move. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame move. him for don't... for bouncing on the Vikings after they they cut him, uh, and and going somewhere else. I don't know. High talent guy. You wonder about Matt Corral, Jalen Rager, those types of guys that were had high draft stock. I mean, Matt Corral. A lot of people thought was going to be the first quarterback selected, and then Kenny Pickett went in the first round last year. So I wonder how what the draft grades were on those guys for the Patriots as they take a swing at some of these guys that had big big uh pedigrees coming in uh, it's funny because they the pick they traded away to carolina it was the one they used on um matt corral panthers and then the one we got in return was bailey zappy and, <laughs> yeah and the, ta- and the tables have turned and now we and, have... and then Marte mapu who we've gotten right and, and then another piece to the story that was pretty funny is he, uh, Corral was basically redshirted last year because he hurt his foot or something. Liz, Liz Frank. He had a Liz Frank. Liz Frank. He heard it in a preseason game against the Patriots. How about that? Yeah. I like Matt Corral. <laughs> I liked him in college. Old Miss. You do spread, like him. Spread formation, RPO uh, kind of system. Doesn't really do much mm-hmm. after his first read. Has a tough time after his first read, but he's got good zip on the ball. He's a much better athlete. I mean, you look at athletic ability, arm strength, accuracy. He's got all those things over Zappy. A couple knocks on him, you know, after his first read. I think that's the major thing. And then Mm -hmm. there's reports by Burt Breer, of all people. Um, In April of 2022, he came out and said that he he reported that he he thinks he's like a party guy. uh, Maturity issues. Of all people, Burt Breer said that. I actually why, found that. Why, why, why are you attacking Burt Breer? What did he do? I'm not. Burt Breer attacked uh, <laughs> Matt Corral. I'm just bringing it up. So, I mean, so he, Burt Breer, reported that Matt Corral was a party guy and didn't really focus yeah. or whatever. Yeah, gotcha. I saw that, that was on um, a Washington Reds. Red, what are they now? Football team? 
just football team. Commander. Uh, I think we should the, just call them football team. They're right, the commanders. Fo- football team. I found that on a football team's website. Yeah. And, they, well, and who were the Albert two? Albert of whatever. So who beat him out? Obviously, um, Carolina's first round pick. Who was the backup quarterback there? Bryce you know? Young, and then they have Andy Dalton backing them up. They're only carrying oh, they two. Do. Okay, so, so I imagine Dalton, they were hoping he cleared uh, waivers, and they were going to do that. You know, um, emergency the QB. Thing. Yeah, the, the I whole think thing. Frank we Reich about. said that he said we were hoping he cleared waivers, and he didn't. Well, you got to plan for somebody to, to claim them, and who knows? The Patriots might not have been the only team that claimed them. That's how waivers works. It's it's yeah, right. rank order Everyone the same way the bid. draft is. The other thing I really like about Corral, I, I actually really like this. Um, he's got a super quick delivery. Yeah. Um, he played with some high like talent. Like he's, and he did it at Ole Miss. You know, he didn't do it at fucking. I mean, where did where does Zappy go to school? Eastern Kentucky, Western Kentucky, Western Western Kentucky. That sounds right. Um, I think that this is an upgrade, big time. Uh, it's a it's a big talent upgrade, definitely. I wasn't it's a huge a talent fan upgrade of, of Corral at Ole Miss. He he exploded as soon as Lane Kiffin got there. So Lane Kiffin is known for quarterback friendly schemes. Made it made things a, a bit easier on him. You, you touched on the first read thing, but he does physical talent. I mean, he set set records in Southern California, which is I mean, the whole state of California just breeds quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, he's got tons. He, generates power with his lower body. Really gets zip on the ball. Yeah, mm. he can throw. Um, yeah. Well, and you you know one thing I've heard to piggyback on the Lane Kiffin point is Zappy just didn't get our system. You know, Bill O'Brien comes in with a new system, very different than last year. You know, I've heard Zappy basically needs a paint by numbers type of offense um, oh, versus. <laughs> This what I, I might have been Burt Breer who said that actually, or I might I, I shouldn't say that I don't remember who it was him. It was it was one of those writers, um, but that um, Corral really is he's from the Lane Kiffin Alabama offense, the RPO offense right, that exactly. Bill, you know yep. Bill O'Brien's going to come in that basically we're going with this year that they're going to try and get Mac to you know do his play to his strengths, and this guy Corral knows that offense he knows the scheme. Versus Zappy, just you know, they don't have time to figure out get Zappy up to speed with this. They need someone that can do it. It's just, yeah, uh, th- you know, I think it's if, Mac if something happened to Mac where he could come in and you simplify the offense just a little bit, a lot of RPOs, a lot of first read, you know, get the ball out quick. I think that's that's really up his alley. But you know, you're giving him one week to get ready, you know. And hopefully he doesn't have to see any yeah, game action. Hopefully, hopefully you know? he's not in there. If he's in there, we're fucked. I mean, that's just <laughs> yeah. But I don't I, think that's a, a long term um, no condemn, no condemnation of the player. I think that he could be no no not at all. I'm not saying that. I'm just it's like if he if <sighs> he's a more talented athlete and has more arm talent than I think Mac Jones does. Yeah yeah. I th- I don't think that's disputable. Oh wow. Yeah, he definitely does. I mean, a lot of people do. That's why that's why the 49ers didn't take Mac Jones at three, because they were like, you can't take that guy. You've seen the picture yeah. of him with the cigar. You can't take that guy at three. Um, yeah, with the fucking belly. Jesus yeah. Christ, dude. All right. I mean, he's got a lot of bad, bad pictures, man, with the crying when he got hurt and the fucking the fat body. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. He's he, you know what Mac needs to do? I don't know if he can actually physically do it, but the kid needs to stop going baby face fully, you know, clean. Shape. Grow his grow a beard out. I don't know if grow he can a beard. Do. I don't That's know if he can idea. grow a beard, grow a stash, grow a goat, you know, something look like Mac Jones. Look like, like you a need fucking to kind of, man. You know, yeah, <laughs> he needs to, And you know, Mac Jones, like I, when you hear Mac Jones, I think of like a seventies quarterback oh. with the handlebar mustache and like long hair, like get, Dude, we need, we need old Mac to, you know, grow up a little bit and get to that point. The other thing I think it would really when, help when you hear him. I, when, when I hear him talk, I, I just don't like it, you know, he's and little, stuff. he sounds like a little kid. Oh, I've been working and stuff and like, and stuff, <laughs> you know, what are you fucking 12? Like, yeah. who ta- who talks like that, man? Yeah. I don't know. I, I actually oh. heard uh, 
it popped up online this week. Uh, Tom Brady talking to the press, like the New England press, right after he got drafted in 2000. And he's a six-round pick, and nobody gives a shit, essentially, because we got Drew Bledsoe and Michael Bishop yeah. and Damon Heward. Damon Heward wasn't there yet. But um, Damon Heward. Tom Brady sounds, I mean, you could have told me that clip was from 2019. He like, sounds the same. He was already talking the same way. He's he's like, uh, I'm I'm trying to do my best to help the team win, and I'm confident that I'll be able to do that. I know that I'll be able to do that, and just like, and he was so polished and so humble but confident at the same time. Even right after he got drafted, yeah. Dude, Max a, sounds yeah. horrible when in press conferences. I can't I can't fucking stand it. I think this is the biggest, the best takeaway we've got yet. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, stop being McCorkle Jones, grown-up, child actor. Yeah. And start being Mac Jones, the handlebarred quarterback of the Literally, New Patriots. Literally, a leader. Get it? You know, we need a leader. I can't I can't hear that, man. Like, yeah. speak like a like an adult, you know? This is the big time. All right. Represent is... the name, Mac yeah. Jones, you know? <laughs> his teammates have been saying all good things about his leadership. So that's got to count for I, something. I think he's going to have a good season. All, all jokes aside, I think he's going to have a good season. I think he's going to definitely be better than last year, build upon his rookie season. Um, it's it's obviously comes down to the offensive line play, but, you know, he, he looked like he came to play in that, you know, snippet we saw in the preseason. He was standing there. He was making tough throws. He was making good reads. I think Billy O'Brien's going to put him in a lot better situations than he was put in last year. And, you know, the biggest thing that I, I think we've talked about it a little bit in the offseason so far, but, you know, the offense last year was never building upon anything. Like, they were just like, all right, we're going to run to the left, we're going to run to the right, and then we're going to throw in the fight. Like, there was no scheme, there was there was no, you know, principles that they're working towards right. or, or anything yeah. that they were they were trying to get to, and it's like, treading that water. helps. Yeah, that it, we were just treading water. We weren't going anywhere as an offense. They didn't have an identity. They were they were doing the old. This is what we're going to try and do, and that's what we're going to do. We're not going to flex to any other teams and try and beat defenses because in attack their weaknesses. We're just going to go with what we know. And I don't think Bill O'Brien's going to do that at all. And I think that's really going to help out Mac Jones. And you know, I, I it it should get him some more wins than it did last year. You know, I think we're. And I think we're a better squad than last year because when you look at, you know, you were, you know, that's what we thought about the, the roster this year. We cut a lot of guys that made the team last year. Yeah. A, a lot of dudes like, you know, whether we replaced them through the draft or free agency or whatnot, like there's like six or seven guys. I remember that made the team last year because they were up and comers. They kind of looked good. And it was just because we had a, such a deficit of talent last year that we cut them. So it's, uh, we're a more talented squad, I think, you know, whether we hold up against the rest of the team or the AFC or the AFC East, we're definitely more talented than last year. And last year we lost like three or four games on just dumbass shit yep. in the end of games. I mean, we might've won one or two that way too, but like, you know, the Oakland game, the Minnesota game, those were all right within their reach and they blew it on Cincinnati. Really Cincinnati was another one. Real stupid play, real stupid mistakes, not having a plan on offense. Yeah. I, I think all those things get shored up, and that could get you a couple wins. So yeah, hundred percent. Okay, let's let's take a look at some of the other uh, happenings around the league, and then we'll finish up with a little fantasy spotlight as everyone's preparing for their fantasy draft. A uh, couple running back moves that happened. Josh Jacobs enters the building in Las Vegas. He left the car in the parking lot and actually walked inside, signed a one-year deal. Uh, he could still oh, right, get franchised yeah. yesteer, next year, but he'll be making his money and helping out with that team. And Jonathan Taylor was not traded, remains on the pup list out the first month of the season. So the running back drama continues. That that And yeah. that carries over if he's traded. So that hurts his trade value, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, he's got to stay on the pup even if he gets traded. Oh wow, that's a good yeah. one. So watch out for him in fantasy. Maybe stash him if you can. Um, yeah, I don't know where you draft him now. I don't know. Uh, a trade that actually did happen: Trey Lance finally exits the 49ers quarterback room, and goes to Dallas. <laughs> I'm surprised that they even got a fourth round pick for him. 
to be honest. Uh, but they just ridded themselves and went, all right, we traded three first I mean, round picks to get this guy, and yeah, we're done. You know, kudos to San Francisco for making the admission that they that they, you know, made the wrong move there because they gave up a first round pick, two first round picks, right? Or you three. know, the one they picked and another one. Three, three. really no, they gave they gave three. up yeah, three, three first round picks to to get the number oh. three overall pick and that's draft a franchise yeah. killer, man. Still I think mean, st- you're still happy that they got rid of him so quick. No, I mean, I, it was clear to me they weren't going to get anything out of him because I think Darnold was by far better. You know, uh, this that kid. You know, sometimes you look at the the ability and you make a decision based on that, but like he's done it at D two. You know, what is it? North yeah. Dakota State. He's a North Dakota State kid. Like, yeah, he's got physical talent, but that's crazy. What has he been through? What kind of adversity? How tough is his competition? You know, like. Also, he was the he, he was in a run first offense where he was the lead runner. With I mean, Pierre if you Strong, watch, right? Well, well, Pierre Strong and Trey Lance. I mean, I watched a couple of his college games. And he was in some big pro and some big bowl game. It might have been it might have even been the the championship for that FCS. Uh, and I think he threw the ball like ten times and carried it like twenty two times. It was like That's he ridiculous. was a run first option in college. And Christian Watson just on saw that team. Christian Watson was on that team. Tucker Craft might have been on that on that team. Dude, yeah. digging deep on yeah, the Buffaloes. Jesus Christ, not bad. How, how many fucking players do I know from North Dakota State? Who else was on that team? Was uh, they had an offensive lineman that got drafted too? It, I'm sure it'll come to you. Godkey, how do you say his name? Godkey. I don't know. I bet he was raised on corn though. They all are. <laughs> I mean, I, does does the Lance thing go down as one of the worst? Has to picks in NFL, worst NFL draft trades in in history. I mean, I heard for the Niners it does. But if he ever I mean, fixes league his career, history, it might go down as well. Yeah, I guess he's still, the, what is it? He's his third still year? young. He's, yeah, he's 23, 24. I, I can't believe they gave up on him that quick, honestly. They, I know you said should. you're right. It's, it was over for him in San Francisco. He was and, this, uh, he was named the starter last year. Cause he they felt like hurt. they had to. I know that. But then he gets hurt. And then this year, they don't even make, he doesn't even make the team. Yeah. It's like he didn't even play. He didn't yeah. even play. It's a he bad look enough. for the Niners, but I don't think that's it for Trey oh, Lance. Terrible. Mean, you never know. You never. He could turn his career around. I, I just, I don't want to be down on a kid I, I have no knowledge of, you know, yeah. as a person. But for the Niners to trade that kind of capital and then come away with a fourth round pick, I mean, that's bad. potentially like firing the gm territory you know like any other team would be fired you know yeah. I've, I've heard a lot of people talk about the san fran's made what the conference championship three or four years or some crazy well thing their like defense that. is a lot always so fucking good and they have a ton of talent at skill positions i mean their offensive line's good they're just a good team always yeah they're like, they're a well-built team i think it's been like eight straight years or something like but that. shanahan's solid dude shanahan's got some weird qb shit you guys see yeah, well, they, they can't find the guy. Yeah, I do. I've seen him pissing you off for the past <laughs> go, 20 minutes. Go take him out. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Anybody uh, watching this at home, don't oh, be scared. Ryan will not punch the camera. Nice. Nice you work. Good for you. Yeah, I did. Fucking Pretty good. Cat-like quickness, dude. Show but the like, You know, Shanahan, he had a problem with Garoppolo. Garoppolo was fine. He was a good starter. He, he had won games for them. He wasn't the best. Oh, there you go. Peter. Nice. Don't don't prosecute me, Peta. <laughs> um, I started away with it. It's all right. And then now he, you know, he basically tries to bury Garoppolo. Literally, is what it seemed like. I know Garoppolo got hurt a lot and didn't always play ball with injuries and stuff like that, and going back out there and playing hurt. But gets rid of him, drafts this guy third overall, buries him, gets him out of town, and you know now loves Brock Purdy, a seventh round Mister Irrelevant who played. A good what six eight games last year? Yeah, something like that. And then gets yeah, he hurt. Was, he was good though. He was, he good. was good. He was good. Um, but I don't know. It seems like Shanahan's got some kind of. 
I don't know what he's looking for at quarterback because they're all different too. None of them, like, it's not like any of them are the same that he's looking for. You yeah, know what I, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. A lot riding on Brock Purdy. He's got, he's got some pressure on his shoulders. This yeah, season, dude. Coming back and from then that injury. Darnold after that. And I don't, Darnold has been, was a little better last year. He had a couple of good games, but it's like, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks, the Cardinals cut Colt McCoy. Kyler Murray's on pup. He tore his ACL in December last season, so we might not even see Kyler all year. The Cardinals mm-hmm. are going with Josh Dobbs, who's been in town long enough to have a cup of coffee, and then some rookie I've never heard of. So the Cardinals, name? I don't even know. The Cardinals have the lowest expected win number uh, in 25 years. Yeah. Did you That's see the, uh, the video incredible. of the coach, the new coach? I don't even know who he is. Jonathan Gannon. Welcoming uh, Kyler Murray to the team. It was the most awkward fucking thing I've ever seen. Oh, Clayton oh, Toon from Houston. Okay, that's not bad. Okay, I'd rather see him. Than, I'd rather see him than Josh Dobbs. You know, all right, all right. Huge. Someone knows I, what is he? Is. Six seven. Um, well, couldn't tell. Good you. arm. I've heard that they cut McCoy because they want to completely tank the season, and then right after that, Caleb Williams. People are like, "Oh, you hear Arizona's going to tank," and he's like, "If I don't want to go to the right team, I'm just going to play college football again." <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to play it to him. He's six three. He's I'm six, not going to go to the any random team, and it's wow. like. So there's a slap, and and you know, like if Arizona gets the number one pick, do you think they take a quarterback? Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. And that's it. Kyler Murray's just yeah, yeah. If, if they get Caleb Williams, I mean, did you see? Yeah. I someone was talking about this on the radio the other day. Kyler Murray's cap hit for next year. What is it like sixty? Dead dead cap hit if they cut him is like eighty eight or ninety oh. million or something. Yeah, they're, they're, they're it's in like that spot there with absurd. The and then if you get the number one pick or number two pick or whatever it is, it's like you're gonna basically be paying a hundred million dollars for two quarterbacks. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Kyler Murray, I'm, I'm on the record saying you can't build a franchise around him. Yeah, you've hated him not, forever. I've never not liked the type him of guy. Not the type of guy you want. Um, okay. You guys want to talk some fancy? Sure. Sure. All right. So I got four categories here. I got favorites at the top of the draft. So like first, second round favorites, guys, you really like, okay. Uh, overrated guys again, probably towards the top of the draft underrated guys could be anywhere. And then like deep sleepers. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. right, so favorites at the top of the draft. Because I put this together, I get the the first name on the board. Cool. Go for it. Uh, I'm going Tyreek Hill. I feel like for some reason, he's like the number five receiver out there. Some people are saying Cooper Cup over Tyreek Hill because they're worried about Jalen Waddle. We're talking about Cooper the, Cup. The, the third receiver, right? Taken? Uh, I think some people have him like five, six. I mean, I have him number two and like right there with Jefferson. Tyreek Hill really? is a fucking phenom. He's still in his 20s. Who knows what's up with Tua, but if Tua goes out, they got Mike White who throws bombs. He throws interceptions, but he throws bombs. So I'm like, even if Tua goes out, I still feel pretty pretty damn good about Tyreek Hill. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know, man. Tua. I think that's a safe bet. Like, all right, like, interesting. Like not not where I wouldn't I was take him in the first go, round, but you wouldn't take league, him in I the first him. round. I wouldn't take him in the first round. Tyreek wow. Hill with Tua throwing him the ball, and then he gets hurt, and then it's Mike okay. White throwing him the ball. You know, I like him and Jalen Waddle a lot, but I mean that quarterback Controversial situation takes. Is, you know, yeah. okay, all over we the got map. An overrated here. Um, overrated, yeah. There you go. He's in right. your overrated category. Are you or, uh, you can go over it next, Ryan. Who do you like? Well, I might start a fantasy league, a, a new one that I'm commissioner of. Um, so I don't want to give too much away, but I guess you guys <laughs> are really putting me on the spot here. Was this what this was designed to do? Just put I'm me on the spot? getting intel. Just getting intel here. Okay. <laughs> that, uh, was a, that was a fake pick I just made. Okay. I like B. John Robinson. No, you know, he was in my overrated. No. Oh. Because rookie running backs play. Yeah, and they play well. I mean, look look through the uh, Kenneth, Kenneth Walker well? last year. 
Yeah, Najee Harris the year before, um, maybe maybe two years before. Uh, Saquon, some of the rookie running backs, and they have a good offensive line over there in Atlanta. I'm a big fan of Bijan. I think he's special. I think that he might even be a better prospect than Saquon was coming out. I don't know if we've seen a running back like this since Adrian Peterson. So, yeah, Bijan's my guy. I've heard the same thing said about him. I, I'm I'm a little nervous about rookie running backs. Bijan, I think, is going to be really good. It's a long season for those guys, and they're probably you know usually I feel like they're great for ten twelve weeks, and then the last so many weeks when you start getting in the playoffs, yeah, Algier backing them up too. It's out. not and Cordero Patterson. That's and that's Cordero my pushback. Yeah. Is it's a it's a busy running back room. Yeah. Um. So mine, I will go with. You know, I think Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chaser are, are, are the top guys. But, yeah. you know, someone who I think is going to have a great season to be up there after this, I think, is going to be uh, A.J. Brown. I feel like he is going to dominate everything I hear about. Not and, as a first-rounder. Oh, I'd t- in PPR, I'd take him as a first-rounder. Really? Oh, yeah. He doesn't get that many catches. He doesn't get that many catches. He had and then 88 catches in 1,500 yards last year. Yeah, 88 catches. Some of these guys are catching 130 balls. Okay. Devontae's well, going to get more catches than he had last year, too. Yeah. I don't know, man. I feel like Devontae, he could, he's got that slim build still. He could get hurt. A.J. Brown could take over. That's going to be the book on him for forever. Jalen Hurts is know. throwing bombs. I'm I just feel like is one of my favorites. Jalen, and I think, there's, there's no reason Jalen Hurts should take a step back this season. Yeah, I, I just, you know. A.J. Brown, I think, is going to take the next step ahead to be one of the top five receivers in the league. So maybe we go by position here. We've been talking about uh, running backs a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, I I like Bijan. But, you you know, you're going to pay the price for him. You're not going to get him. You might get him 10th, but I think that's, you know. That might be pushing it, yeah. What do you have? Eckler, Saquon, and uh, McCaffrey in front of him? Yeah. McCaffrey, I mean, he he could get hurt at any time, you know. That's yeah. Kind of the McCaffrey's book always a scary pick in my mind. Eckler's great in PPR. Uh, you can't go wrong. Uh, well, here's one who's getting no freaking respect is Josh Jacobs. Yeah, right. Josh Jacobs yeah. is now in the building, led the league in rushing last season. People He's are like totally projected as him. yeah. It's like a third or fourth rounder. It's like this dude is, I, I'd say, the best running back in the league. 1,600 yards last year, 12 TDs, you know, all res- um, all running. I don't know. I don't have his receiving stats here. But the dude's a beast, and he's, like, down on the list. I don't I don't understand that. Yeah. I feel pretty comfortable in saying, and if we – are we good at running backs? I Can I mention Ramondre? I know this is a Ramon, homer yeah. pick. Yeah. He's going to kill it. I don't know why why Ramondre isn't getting more respect around No respect. And everyone's worried about Zeke taking goal line touches, which is definitely valid. But Ramondre is, he's a top 10 running back in the league. And he catches the ball. He, I mean, he looked great in preseason this year. And he's going into his third season. It's like, it now is the time for him to do as well as he's ever going to do. I just think. And he's also building I, I like a tank. That. Yeah. I like that. I just want him to stay healthy is my thing yeah. with him. Like, He's had a couple knocks over the past couple of years, and that would be my only concern. Uh, other than that, I fucking love Ramondre, especially like the the other thing I'm a little bit worried about with him is Elliot could steal some of his goal line carries. You know, um, Elliot's a big boy now. I mean, you see him come in, he looked like a lineman, <laughs> right? Like he's bowling ball. Yeah, he's got the belly going, and he always shows it too. You know, of course, Elliot with his tucked in. Jersey up up on his pads right here, you know. Yeah, yeah. he loves um, you to see his belly button. Uh, so also uh, Al- Alvin Kamara, just to mention another name, suspended, suspended, suspended. for three games, only three yeah. games. And then when when he's there, he's one of the best points per game guys in the league. They got yeah. Derek Carr now. Derek Carr loves to throw the ball to running backs. Kamara's a great mm-hmm. receiving back. I don't know. I just think it's a pretty good pick. I like it. I like it. I mean, I, I like uh, little. I have two kind of guys that. Well, I have a few actually. I like Jameer Gibbs in Detroit. 
I think that's got a chance to pop. Um, mm-hmm. And Kenneth Walker in Seattle, I think that's only going to get better. I don't like Brees Hall because now they added Dalvin Cook to that mix, and it's just too many cooks in the kitchen. Um, I like Madison for Minnesota. I know yeah. he's a little bit hurt right now, but when he's spelled Dalvin Cook in the past, he's he's a good player. Um, you can get him a little bit later, and you come away with a good player, man. I, I like that guy. And they love to run the ball. Mm-hmm. They love to hand yeah. it off. I mean, I, I love the Ramondre Stevenson pick. I'm a huge, huge fan. I think he's going to have a great year. Um, here's an, you, you said you wanted to do, um, we're all over know, the board now. So just, we're all over the board. Calvin Ridley. Yes. Good one. I think he's going to come back and tear up Jacksonville. I think he's a great weapon for Trevor Lawrence to have there. I think he's going to look great. Mm-hmm. Uh, another guy, George Pickens later, he was, you know, yep. not going immediately. Overrated. You have him overrated, dude. Yeah. He's tearing up camp. I know, I know, but I feel like he's 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 his highlight reel is going to be spectacular, but maybe his stats won't be. Interesting. His stats I might that. be and middle of the pack. Another overrated, Dak Prescott. Mm. I really have no faith in him at quarterback anymore. Um, to me, that's I, I, yeah, that's a I low end starter. For fantasy, yeah, but I mean, it's you know, he's you know, I think he's gonna, he's always a starter, you know, he's always one of those guys. I think he's gonna take a step back. I think that team, I think Dallas is one of those teams that everyone thinks is gonna be unbelievable and stacked, and just they're gonna pull a Dallas Cowboys of the last decade, where on paper they're the biggest powerhouse or one of the biggest powerhouses in the league, but when it actually comes to crunch time, nut cutting time. They don't really do good. They kind of always are disappointing. You know, you'll see them on a on a, a Sunday night, Monday night game mid season where it looks like an incredible matchup, and it just is a complete dud. And yeah. you're like, "What the fuck?" Ha-? It, it I feel like it happens every goddamn year. Yeah, I like your I like your wide receiver shouts there. Um, I guess I would add to that. I think Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson is going to be good. A lot of a lot of teams have him, or a lot of websites have him like around the 10 range i would have him him, i would have rogers more around the six range Um, i think rogers is just gonna feed him the ball especially based on have you watched the last hard knocks episode i don't know if i watched the last one but i think he's gonna explode his change of direction his his quickness um his hands he just seems to really know what he's doing i think he's he's a really good player um quarterbacks I feel like Justin Herbert's being slept on. He's got two first-round offensive linemen coming back healthy. Uh, he's got Mike Williams. He's got Keenan Allen. He's got Quentin Johnston from TCU. He's got Eckler to throw to. I mean, last year he was down. He got he broke his ribs in week one. He played the whole season with broken ribs. You know, um, so I think yeah. that. How about the coaching change? The coaching change. Yeah, now it's they, huge. They got rid of Joe Lombardi, brought in Kellen Moore. Now they're actually running like a grown-up offense. There's, there, uh, honestly, like, I have a feeling like he could win MVP this year, Justin Herbert. It's yeah. not out of the realm of possibility. He's got to be on the short list. It's like, And the odds of that are probably pretty good. You know, if you put like 100 bucks on that, I feel like you're you're going to get some money if that pans out, you know? Yeah. That's a good pick. Uh, also going with QBs, really like the Calvin Ridley pick and going along with that, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, yeah. again, fantastic prospect, really came on last season, again, with an adult in the room as a coach. Yeah, uh, He's going into his third season where it should be all coming together, second year in this new offense. Now he's got a number one receiver on the outside. He's got all those kind of middling receivers as well. Uh, Christian Kirk's around. good. Yeah, Kirk, Evan Ingram, uh, they got Travis ETN Etienne. coming out of the back, yep. backfields. Yep. He's in he's in a good position, and they get to play in the worst is it uh, worst division in the AFC by far. I know. So, maybe so maybe in football, awesome. it's a bad. Div- well, NFC South is pretty bad too, isn't it? Yeah. For uh, I got a deep sleeper for you outside yeah. of the Patriots because obviously Demario Douglas, Keyshawn Booty is who I would say, but Rashi Rice for Kansas City. Who the they've hell got, is that? 
Rasheed Rice from uh, Rasheed Rice, uh, second round pick last year. Apparently, he's doing very well in training camp. Sky Moore was picked last year. They have Valdez Scantling over there. No clear number one from those name of the guys. And Rice is separating himself a little bit out there. So it seems like a worthy late round bench spot to kind of wait and see what Mahomes yeah. does. I mean, you know, it's Mahomes. So, yeah. A couple other That's guys. Uh, Javante Williams coming back off yeah. his knee injury yeah. for Denver. I mean, Samaji with a P. Ryan. How do you say his? P. Ryan. I mean, he's he's going to take that job as soon as he's fully good to go. Um, and you can get him later. That's a yeah. that's a steal. Uh, I think I DeAndre took him Swift in like the second Philly. round last year. Now he's going Philly. like the sixth. Philly to me is a little bit uh, Penny and Swift. Like you just wonder if there's enough carries to go around there. You know. Yeah, they as got far as Pickens. The bodies in the backfield they have are insane, and then Jalen Hurts rushes for so many touchdowns. How much right. is the running backs actually going to see? I know Miles Bryant got a ton last year, or Miles not Miles Bryant, Miles Sanders. Sanders got a ton last year. I think that the tight end class too is really interesting. I think there's a bunch of rookies that are worth taking later on because there's no real after like seventh eighth tight end you could wait forever. I mean you're gonna take that's true. Evan Ingram, Darnell Washington, Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm just looking at guys. Like the kid from uh, Detroit, uh, Laporta, they're going to love him. And they're going to use him like crazy. Uh, the guy from Green Bay, they have two rookies there. They have Kraft and um, the kid from Oregon State. Is that Kincaid? Kincaid went to Buffalo. The yeah. Oregon, uh, who's Green Bay's? The kid that went to Washington that went to Pittsburgh seems like the biggest. Musgra- Musgrave. The- Musgrave, yeah, Luke oh, Musgrave. Yeah, yeah. Musgrave, yeah, he's gonna get some fucking looks there with with the uh, the rookie quarterback. So, lots of good promising. Oh, Michael Mayer in yeah, uh, Vegas. In Vegas. You know, you didn't. You haven't mentioned they, Washington, have Pittsburgh. Washington? The guy's gonna kill it. No, Who, he's Fryermuth. No, Fryermuth's gonna kill it. No, Fryermuth is a. I don't know. Oh, Washington. Yeah. Yeah, Not I think he's a blocker. I think he's yeah. a blocker as a rookie. But, yeah. you know, if you want to play him as, like, a, a spot starter, I think that's okay, you know? Yeah. I, I, I got, do like the kid from Detroit a lot, Sam Laporta. Yeah, I loved him coming out. And Kincaid, which Kincaid, sucks. Kincaid, but, but he's got Knox there still, doesn't he? Yep. Yeah, so he's got to share share those touches. I got, I got two more. Jameson Williams, uh, also suspended, but... When, when he's available, I don't know. It, it depends how your IR rules work in your leagues, but Jameson Williams has the ability to light it up when he comes back. They don't really have yeah. a deep threat. They, they absolutely feed uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. He's going to get a million catches, but Jameson Williams is going to go downtown. And then yeah, the last deep sleeper for me, Sam Howell. Listen, hear me out. Football team. Okay. All right. I know. I know. They got Bienemy in there now calling the offense. Say what you want about him, but at least he's he's worked under the master, Andy Reid, for at least the last five years. Mm-hmm. Sam Howell, it's undisputably his job. Rivera was saying he was great in in the practices that he didn't watch last season, which is absurd. Uh, and then you you look at the the options that they have uh, to throw the ball to. Terry McLaurin, they got Jahan Dotson. They got some guys that can catch the ball. Yeah, and he was an absolute gunslinger at UNC. I could see him spreading around. I'm I'm not saying he's a top half quarterback, but he's got the ability to turn some heads. I feel like they could use a tight end over there. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I like that. I think that there's probably two more. I, I would I would say just for the podcast. Uh, what was it? Uh, I like as far as rookie wide receivers. I, I like Zay Flowers play with Lamar Jackson. I think he's dynamic in space. Lamar can create time, get him time to, to, to generate space. Although I don't, I don't think he necessarily needs all that time. Um, to me, he's really interesting. Dave flowers, Jordan Addison to playing opposite Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison. He's going to get looks KJ Osborne. I think is still there, right? Yeah. Osborne's really good too. He had a good year last year. He did. 
Yeah, um, you definitely outplayed Thielen. And Thielen's a weird one. Quarterbacks, Thielen's if you're going to draft one. later, you already have a, a starter. Take, take a gamble on Anthony Richardson and trade yeah. him. That trade value is going to be, it could, you know, it might not be. It might be awful. It might be a waste of a pick. But if he does do well, that running ability, you know, for fantasy, trade him for, I mean, a blue chip running back. If one of your guys gets hurt or something like that, like that's, that's not a bad deal. That's another good pick playing in Shane Steichen's offense. The guy that pioneered that Eagles uh, quarterback sneak with everybody pushing you. Now you got a six foot five guy doing it instead. Anthony Richardson, he could get a lot of points that way. Yeah. All right. I think that was a pretty good list. I think right. so. I mean, it would probably give giving away way too much information. If I'm going to draft a few fucks, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <sighs> you wait till next year, Rye. No rush to do it this year. Yeah. Little <laughs> little do you know, this was all misinformation. This is all just, just a, a ruse. This is a ruse. I was just trying to get this out of you. Playing the long game here, but doing the podcast with you for years, just waiting for this moment to mm-hmm. misinform you. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Okay. okay. Well, I think we covered it. Um, we're going to get back on the horn next week. Preview week one, Patriots, Eagles, Tom Brady game. Uh, and we're also going to highlight, we're going to do our picks again. Who's going to win the Super Bowl, MVP, offensive, defense, player of the year, offensive, defensive, rookie of the year. Uh, we'll pick who's going to be in the championship games. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to be wrong on 90% of the stuff because that's the way the coach of the year. I got Garrett Wilson last year. Who, who did I pick to win the whole? Th- I think I think I did pretty good. I got to go back. Coach, coach of the year is always the best because Ooh, me and Ryan both got our both coaches got fired. Mine in season. Ryan's immediately. Oh, yeah. Season. <laughs> mine didn't get mine didn't get fired. Yeah, he did. Didn't he? Spread and Staley. Sure he did. Staley deserved pick? to get fired. He deserved oh, he to get ever, fired. His, but he his entire fired. staff got fired instead of him. That's what it was. Right. Yeah, he, he threw he everybody else under the bus. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I went with Kevin O'Connell, who went 13 and four and didn't get a fucking sniff. Not a, Not sniff. a sniff. That's yeah. bullshit. He had a great year. <laughs> yeah. All right. That'll do it for us. Thank you all for listening, and we will talk to you next week. All right, guys. See you. Adios.